Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Shycast. I am Nikki Tanti. We got Justin Chicken Broth. We got Flavio Jaimes. And of course, we got Barlow's. This is the Shycast. Uh, we're going to start as we always do with tweets of the motherfucking week, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on to your <laughs> shit's about to be lit. Here we go. So, first tweet of the week is by Matt Peck at Bulls Peck on March 18th. 2021 <laughs> yeah. he said i'm sorry did i just see alex caruso in a manscape commercial <laughs> I don't i really want to see this commercial i don't know about you guys it's on but... instagram it's like it's usually sponsored on instagram i've seen it before too oh my god i don't know why they chose him out of all people but i think it's just because he's you know he's he's bald and you're trying to get bald down there and he kind of looks like a little nutsack so it kind of works out He's up a... next. We got uh let's see, let's see. We got uh Juan at Bears Fanatico 94. Uh he said Bears Twitter is in shambles. <laughs> but let's oh, take man. let's take a beat to talk about uh Mitchell Trubisky really quick. Um what are your thoughts on him leaving and our new quarterback coming in? <clears throat> well, I mean we all are pissed off. I mean not much else to say. I don't see the difference between him and I don't I don't see the difference between Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. Like, what's the difference? Right. Except no one's much. got a one's got a statue built outside of the stadium they played in and won a Super Bowl. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> oh, it's my it's just like I, I don't know. I, obviously, Mitch didn't want to be there anymore. So no way. <sighs> it's it's gonna be a tough year, unless unless some backstabbing goes on. Yeah, I think the Bears have, have always just kind of skimped on quarterbacks over the years. Oh, yeah, I don't definitely. know why that is. Like, I feel like they could – I feel like they need a franchise quarterback. Like, you know, like why go for Mitchell Trubisky? Why go for Nick Foles when you could go for like a Peyton Manning type player? Like just try to pay somebody, clear out clear out some cap space for the next few years and just – just land some big guy, like just land them because we need that stuff more than ever, man. I'm just, just sick of the bears. He just man. got rid of Kyle Fuller for cap yep. space. And yeah. Akeem Hicks is going to get traded. Yeah. But so then we, but like then him. we, then we get this other guy. Like, I don't even know. He looks like the guy from Riverdale. I don't even, I, I wouldn't want to say his name because I don't respect him enough. I really don't. And I don't care about him. And I think he's going to do a bad job. And I think Mitchell Trubisky was one of the worst draft picks of, of bears history. You could have had Pat Mahomes. And that's just obvious, and we need to stop giving yeah. him any credit. And he also failed at the uh, at the what's it called? It was like it was at the Pro Bowl, and they and, and Mitchell Trubisky. I watched this live, and he literally oh, the skills challenge. He's terrible. There was no defense, no nothing. He just had to hit the targets, and I just can't stand Trubisky. I'm done. I'm gonna. I, I'm, I'm getting heated. I'm getting heated talking about yeah, this. Yeah, I'm a big I, Bears fan, and I. I vented. I vented for the last two days. I feel better. <clears throat> awful, man. Anyways, um, Miss Mar- Martian slander account. At Terra Nova said, Scrappy Doo is found dead in Miami. I don't know why I like this tweet so much. But I just think it's funny. I don't know. It's just funny to think that Scrappy Doo went through a bad life and is living in Florida, which is which is the sign that you're having a bad life, unless you're retired. Who the fuck um, is Scrappy Doo? Scrappy Doo is the younger Scooby Doo. Um, oh yeah he was like <laughs> he is like the little one and you know he, he was like this little dog and he'd always try to fight every like ghost or, or animal uh, oh, and they would ask they always have to pull him out of the fight it's like it's kind of like divad a little bit um so the next one we have is Sunshine uh, beaming out from your eyes. <laughs> we have c red fred 
at CBE Fred. Um, he said, Otto Porter is doing a fantastic Cameron Barristow impression so far in this comeback. <laughs> I can't believe how bad he has been. Um, I agree with you. I am totally done with Otto Porter. I am yeah, ever, ever since he's come back from his injuries, just, I don't know who he is anymore. Imagine being paid like 24 million a year to be that bad and to <laughs> sit on the bench. That's just, that's the life. I wish I had that man. 24 mil just to sit, bro. Yep. Um, up next, we have Taco Trey Kirby at Trey Kirby said that the Bulls had last beaten the Raptors on February 14th, 2017. I don't know if this is true, but that's just sad. It's just a long time. I don't know if that's like, true. Is that true? Probably. If, if it's true, then that's not good. That means we've really been that bad that we couldn't beat the Raptors. All the Raptors have been good for the past few years. So, you know, makes sense. Makes sense to me. I, I'd believe it, if anything. Uh, thank you for your tweets, of course. And uh, me and the boys, after getting the Moderna shot, <laughs> we uh, have um, Patrick Ewing, uh-huh. Muggsy Bogues, and the other two I just can't name off the top of my head, but they're all wearing um, some uh, some garb. <laughs> some uh, look like they just caught is out of the hospital. Space Jam? That it is, is Space, space, space Jam. Jam yeah. Yeah. Because remember, they would get they got sick and they had to go to the <laughs> hospital. That's, that's kind of the shot. Or maybe it was uh, on, on set or something like that. Uh, like that, but it's a pretty funny one. Yeah, well, it's when they're in the ho- yeah, it's when they're in the hospital yeah. when they get their uh, uh, ability taken away. Yeah, I don't know who that is on the very right because no one because apparently the Knicks don't even know who Patrick Ewing is. <laughs> he was almost escorted from the building. I don't know who is security at <laughs> at Madison Square Garden, but they're doing a shit job. I guess my number ain't hanging from the rafters. <laughs> yeah, and they did it to Spike Lee as well. I mean, come on, man, those are just legends yeah. sitting there. Um, and you guys, real quick, real quick, sorry. Go for it. Go for uh, it. I can confirm that the Bulls last time they beat the Raptors was February 14th, 2017. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Fact checking over here. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, Chris Amundsen at KLA Hoop said, I would like the Bulls to beat a good team at some point this decade. <laughs> yeah. I feel you on that, especially <laughs> that last loss we had um, against the Spurs. That was. Some really hard crap right, to watch that. But overall, that was our Tweets of the Week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you think you have a tweet that is good enough to be on Tweets of the Week, just uh, hashtag Tweets of the Week, Pod. That's a long uh, one. We'll, we'll put out a better hashtag pretty soon. But um, Tag us. Tag us. Just tag us in the tweet, and we will we will throw you on there. Be one of and, my 20 followers. Yeah, and we're not sure who the Tweet of the Week is this week. I couldn't pick one. But I think it might be Scrappy Doo. You never know. But whoever whoever retweets this first, how about that? Whoever retweets this out of the people that I tag in here, they get a free Bulls T-shirt. Let's see if I could reach this from here. Hold on. Oh motherfucker! There we go. Here we go. Here we go. This was sent to me to the Bulls right here. Look at this. Look at that. Wow, that's pretty dope. Pretty dope stuff here. BMO Harris Bank. Also, what size is it? Uh, a size triple x large is it really (laughs) it sure looks like it it's pretty big but you know what you could shrink it down give it to your mom say shrink this and shrink it down um but let's get to our real talk our nba talk here on the bulls uh the bulls shy shy cast pod here i'm gonna i'm gonna redo that because that didn't sound right at all hold on um all right, up next we have our real talk, our NBA talk here on the Shycast. And the first thing on the script that we have in front of my eyes here is uh, will the Pelicans ever be successful? Um, they've gone through quite a few stars, Chris Paul and AD to name a few. Um, 
What do you think the Pelicans need to do to, you know, get that title off of them as in like a, you know, a star killer kind of thing? Oh, well, it's it's going to change eventually once they get uh, new ownership, new management. Uh, they just added uh, Gar Foreman to a uh, executive role. So, that means they're not going to be doing any better than what they started. No. Oh my God! I'm so obviously, job. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be anytime soon. I mean, I like what they're doing now. They definitely want, uh, you know, they want Zion to be the face of that team and he is obviously uh brandon ingram he's good um he he's not really getting up to that 25 30 point range that they are expecting him to he's at about 16 points right now i believe um he needs to step it up and just just you know trial and error with pieces around them just keep just keep going until you find the right stuff i mean lonzo balls in the trading block you know who knows what they're going to do with him um he wants out so I heard the Clippers showed a lot of interest in Alonzo uh, Ball. I heard that. So it's a good fit for him. It's also in LA where he kind of started and where he's popular, basically. Um, the thing about the Pelicans is like, you know, they did they did an okay job with, with Chris Paul, they did an okay job with A D, but they both eventually left because I just feel like the market there isn't very exciting. I think that, you know, Louisiana is a huge football state. Like they're just all about the Saints, Dem Saints, and you know, I don't know what the Pelicans have to do to build around Zion, but you have to convince that player to come play in Louisiana. <laughs> That's the first thing that you have to be like, Hey, you know, as much as Louisiana is a fun state, you know, Mardi Gras and all that cool stuff and jazz and whatnot. Um, I just don't think that there really is much we can do to build around Zion. And I think it's just going to be the same thing. I think Zion's going to get really good. And then he's just going to go somewhere else. Once the money and the success is right, maybe New York or, LA or something. Hopefully Chicago. That'd be awesome as well. Yeah, he'll pull a Shaq or he'll pull AD. You know, just yeah, you know, give him four or five years and then see what happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. go for it. Just stay healthy, man. Um, up next we have Harden. Is Harden going to be the dark horse for MVP? I mean, he's killing it this year. He's doing amazing. It's just that like it's hard to give him MVP for me because he's just on such a great team. Like he's just showered with you know uh, with uh, Kyrie and KD. It's just hard for me to look at that sentence and not just be like, well, he's got these two people around him. Of course, he's doing well. Um, do you think that it's more hard in himself, or is it more for the fact of the winning record? I don't think he's gonna win MVP just because that team is too stacked. I mean, he did score a forty point triple double during the week. He did, yeah, pretty much amazing. But like that team is too stacked to give any odds to Harden like that. Like, is he the most valuable player on that team? You got to think about it like that. Cause yeah, we'll have to see what happens to Harden's stats when uh, KD comes back. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> Very true about that. But uh, you know, also I think that it's definitely possible that he continues this uh, tear he's on when KD comes back. And if he does continue what he's doing to do right now and KD comes back, then I think definitely has a uh, strong chance at winning MVP, honestly. Um, he moved over to the point guard position, and it's obviously proving Just to be crazy. the right formula. Yeah, so <laughs> he's so he's playing a whole different position that plays in the factor, and uh, yeah, I think that he has a strong chance of winning MVP if he continues what he's doing. But I also think because of like the way he left Houston, though that kind of hurts his, his chances, or you know, like the kind of the way he was playing in Houston, even he wasn't even doing that good. That's true. Um, yeah, that was like almost half the year he was there, a little bit less than yeah. that. Yeah, 
That's crazy. That's true. Once you kind of mention that and you look at the other players that really didn't make that big of a stink and just like put their head down and played regardless of team, what, what team they were on. I think that does kind of hurt his chances now that I'm thinking about it. Very good. Very good point. Um, but so we should, we should just move on to um, discussing if Joel Embiid lost his chance at MVP now. That is true. I mean, that's also in the same breath, you know, did he, did he lose his chances, but you know, how long do you think, how long is he out for? Is, has that been, has that been said? I, I um, haven't seen anything on it. I mean, it happened several days ago. I, I, it might be a little more serious than we think. Yeah. I think it's a bruised knee of some sort. That's what I remember seeing. And knees are bad for not just basketball players, but for big men in the paint and stuff <laughs> like that. You know, I, I hope he recovers soon because that was my guy. You know, I think that even if, you know, he is out for maybe a week or two, maybe three weeks. Um, I still think he's still going to be MVP. But if it's long, like two, three months or some shit like that, then, you know, we're looking. We're Then you got to start looking for other people because, you know, mm-hmm. if you didn't play the whole season, that's hard to say mm-hmm. who you are. Yeah, it just depends on how long he's out and if they can continue to uh, push in the playoffs. If they make a deep run, he's uh, the main factor of that, then definitely. I mean, which he will be. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, most definitely, for sure. Well, uh, let's talk about more about the NBA as a whole. There's a lot of trades that happened. Uh, let me name those off. First of all, Myers Leonard, who was a big topic last uh, last week, um, was traded to OKC for Trevor Ariza. Um, then the Bucks mm-hmm. received uh, PJ Tucker, uh, Rodoins, Krukas. Sorry, I'm not gonna be able to read that correctly. And a first round pick uh, for DJ Augustine, DJ Wilson, and a first round pick. And then they swapped with the Suns, and they ended up receiving Torrey Craig. It was like a three-team trade, which I, I still don't know how a three-team trade works. <laughs> but it, it's it's just one of those things where everybody just kind of holds hand and shakes like this, and it just happens. But um, all of these players except uh, PJ Tucker and DJ Augustine, I have no idea who the fuck those people are. <laughs> and I don't really care where they go. I know who Myers Leonard is because he, he said some yeah, awful stuff problem. recently. I know Trevor Ariza is obviously, but I mean, I think Trevor Ariza is a good fit for the Heat. I think he's just a good role player. He comes in and he does his thing. Uh, for this the is Minnesota his 16th. This is his 16th team he's been on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he goes in and he plays his game. And then when you don't want him to play that game, you bench him for the day. <laughs> if you don't yeah. need that, if you don't need Trevor Reese in the game, don't put him in. But if you need someone to just come in and do what he does, then, you know, that's great. Be a big guy that scores, um, play some defense. Well, OKC, OKC that said that they're not going to keep Myers Leonard. Right. Um, I think trade. it was just a matter of the Heat wanted to get rid of him without releasing him. Mm-hmm. And so that was the best option. So no, definitely. Yeah, they're definitely not going to keep him. Um, no, but I, as far <laughs> as far as the other trades that happened, I think PJ Tucker was a great uh, addition for that Bucks team. I think mm-hmm. he brings a solid depth to the lineup that they desperately needed. Uh, now it's just going to kind of come down to who doesn't play as much, um, which is like it's kind of tough. They've been on a decent win streak. I think they've won the last six games or something like that. Straight, yeah, so like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. adding another shooter to the lineup is going to be very useful. Um, He's going to play center, apparently. He's going to be the center. Um, I don't know how that's going to correlate with him, Brooke Lopez, and Giannis, but whatever, man. Whatever works for them. Um, yeah, DJ, D- yeah. DJ Augustine getting flipped again. Yeah, Always getting traded, that guy. Always getting traded, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the thing about P.J. Tucker is that like, I think he is good on a team that is extremely successful. Like He was really good when the Rockets were the Rockets. I, I think that he's going to fit really well 
with the Bucks. But is that is that the thing that the year. Bucks need? Yeah, he's he's no, really good. I don't as, think so. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna push him over the, the edge. The I don't league. think PJ Tucker's he, coming in with. He's a very tall guard or small forward. Point chest, forward. Like, Here I come, save the so day. Like I don't think he's gonna do he's anything, he gets man. Two rebounds, but that's too gets bad. A couple steals, but um, but also speaking of Joel Embiid earlier on, Ben Simmons. You know, Doc Rivers was saying that he should be Defensive Player of the Year. Do you guys uh, agree with player this player of the statement? year? Because I, I don't think Rudy Gobert is going to win it again. I don't know. Maybe Jared mm-hmm. Allen. He's yeah, been playing Flavio. really well. Go also, ahead, but Take it, man. Ultimately, I think Ben Simmons is the right guy for that award. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, definitely. I I now that you said that that kind of put some light on it, but you know, Ben Simmons is like as much as like people say, "Oh, he's six this." Like he's 7 feet tall. Like a lot of people lie about their height. I know Joe. I know Joakim Noah did for a while, but I'm pretty sure he's seven feet tall, and I'm pretty sure that the fact that he he's almost kind of like Giannis a little bit. Like he's just really tall. He can move. He can get in front of people and play some defense. Um, I think that you know since he's playing point guards most of the time, he could really. Yeah, that's that's the thing about the. 76ers defense that is there is that he can be big on those small guys and just take them out. If you got like an Eric Bledsoe playing him, or if you got like uh, you know a Kyrie Irving, like he's gonna shut that person down, man. Like that's what he's about, and uh, I totally agree with that. It's it's pretty funny how uh, Ben Simmons' game has just completely transitioned. Like everyone thought he was the next LeBron James. He was this prolific scorer, um, a very you know threat, a big threat in the paint, but. It's kind of funny to see him transition to a, you know, prioritized defensive minded thing and pass first guard. Um, I, I just, it's really weird how that works. I mean, he's just a natural athlete. So he's able to, um, you know, accomplish that transition. It's just like, how do the, how do the scouts, you know, predict something like that? How, how can they sit here and say, oh, he's going to be this insane offensive minded guard or not you know, he could play point guard or but you want to put him at the power forward position like how do they just get this completely wrong you know it doesn't yeah. make sense to me i think what scott's oh, not scott scouts i think what scouts do is they always look at the body of the player and then once they see the body of the player they're like oh he's gonna be this or always oh, gonna be that but like that doesn't do much especially especially when they play in college they're always playing system ball they're not playing like themselves it's very rare that a player will be built around in college. Like they'll, they'll build their entire offense around. It's always like the running plays, the running picks, the running this, you yeah. know, it's and, hard to and, see who that is, but to say that someone's LeBron James, just because they look a certain way or they like just drive to the lane a certain way, is just hard to do because then you could look at like, I don't know, Tony snow and like, be like, Oh, well, if he's this tall and this wide and he has this kind of like wingspan, then, Oh, he's going to be like this. Like that's what a lot of the scouts do. And, Sometimes it really ruins a player. Like I hate when that happens, but yeah. Ben Simmons is one of those people where they, they just said, Oh, he's going to be LeBron James, but the passing of LeBron James. Yes. 
maybe not the shooting, maybe not the mid, you know, I, I think he's just, uh, I think he plays more like, I know this sounds crazy, but I think he plays more like Derek Rose. Like when he, when he, when wow. he goes to the hoop, man, it's crazy. Like it's, it, there's no way to really stop that. And especially on like in a transition, if he steals the ball or anything, there's no stopping <laughs> that guy. Like they all get out of the way every time he's got it. But Mm-hmm. Um, I think the whole thing about him not being able to shoot threes, it's like, who cares? Get someone on the team who can. Like, yeah. Stop worrying about that. Like, sure, of course he could shoot threes. Of course Giannis could shoot more threes. But, like, why make someone do that when you have, like, Kyle Korver on the team? <laughs> or you can just yeah. throw it to him instead, even though he's like, kind ben of – Ben Simmons did make a three-pointer last night. He did, yeah. And I bet the, I bet the entire – like, I bet the whole – but the whole 76ers crowd, which is not there, but the, the, the whole fire flip until whole entire Philadelphia state just kind of went nuts. Yeah. Um, but anyways, let's get to our bulls talk, ladies and gentlemen, my favorite part of the entire thing. Uh, we also got, we also got a really cool segment right at the end. So stay tuned for that. Um, well, we got a bulls rewind here. I was actually talking about Tony Snell, um, unironically, funny enough and that that wasn't planned our, at all that was our uh, that was definitely <laughs> our bulls rewind today but he uh-huh. recently did an amazing thing this atlanta ball let's take a watch here Kevin passes it into trey young look at this they they quadruple dream him and then look who's open tony snell baby open shot Shout out Tony Snell. Now it's good to see Tony Snell get some credit, you know? It's always good to see him do that. That's your Hawks, Justin? Yeah, that's my Hawks. Did you choose him because Tony Snell was on the team? That's the only reason. Oh, man, they look devastated. They look devastated. Very upset. Tony Snell, man. Shout out to him. Wow. Let's watch it one more time. I mean, I mean, they all they all guard Trey Young like he's gonna score. Wow. <laughs> Good decision. Uh, I hope I hope that's like the best moment of his career. Yeah, it kind of is. Uh, Does he have any other game winners? I don't know. I don't think so. But man, you know, he stayed focused. He shot the shot, and it went in. You know. Um, yeah. Clutch. What is what? What isn't there? What hasn't been said about Tony Snell? I mean, honestly, when he played on the Bulls, I don't know what it was, but like Flavio and I were really into Tony Snell. I don't know what this was. It was even the name of our Wi-Fi a little bit. It was called uh, uh, Tony Snell's Wonderful Wi-Fi or something like that for a bit. <laughs> and um, just shout out to him. You know, I, I never, I always thought of him as like a like a, the, a quintessential mm-hmm. role player. I think he just goes in there, and not only that, like some games he doesn't even score. Like he came, I think he played 28 minutes once and he didn't score, get a rebound. He didn't do anything, not even a free throw or anything. He was just out there running, bro. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. But that's, that's what he's about. He's about just playing his role. He knows he's not, you know, some amazing mm-hmm. all-star or anything. And I think he was also, I think he did some great stuff for the bulls. I think he would come in and score five points when he needed to score five points, you know? <laughs> um, but always been a fan of him good to see that he is uh enjoying playing on the hawks because <laughs> i mean shit i mean that team is you know they're not doing as well as as justin thought or as i thought this year but um it's good to see that he was open you know not only that like let's let's i mean like just think about that play they all knew trey young was gonna shoot 
shoot the shot. And he knew that they were all going to guard him. I mean, he was quadruple teamed. You got to spread out a little bit. You know, I don't think they spread out enough, and that's why they got. It's just that they, the Tony Snell that. was the last guy they thought that was going to shoot that basket. I mean, there's, yeah. there's no way they're like, okay, we got to get Tony Snell locked down. Tony Snell is going to shoot this shot. Yeah. It just, yeah, it's, it's great to see. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just so fun because I just, I, I feel like he deserves that over, over the, all this time. And um, shout out to Tony Snell. I hope that maybe he retires as a bull someday. I don't know how long he's been playing for, but I feel like it's been a while. Um, but good for him, you know. Yeah. But either way, um, the Bulls made some lineup changes recently. Um, they, I think they put Wendell Wendell Carter start. on the bench, and mm. also a few players came back. I know Otto came back. He had a three Lowry today. Came back around the same time. Wow. Uh, it's really he interesting to look at this lineup. And wonder what the starting five is. Like I feel you know, like just, Billy Donovan. You're either going to develop your young players year, or you're not. Taking so they, people they in, need to figure out what's out, going you know? on. I really wish the Bulls would just pick. Like, obviously, their top Zach Levine seven players is going to be our cor- the cornerstone piece, right? <laughs> I'm just so done, like, man. Like we don't, don't want, want to trade him. What do you guys think about these lineups? What do you do anything? We're going to rebuild around Zach Levine. Who should start? Who shouldn't? If we got to get rid of Wendell, if we got to get rid of Kobe White, I'm all for it. If it means we can get a big name star to help Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. He did. I saw that. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> he did junk on Jokic. That was pretty cool. Cool stuff. All right. Right, right. No. Yeah. Exactly, man. And we're, you know what? That's what we're going to be doing later in the show uh, as well. Um, but let's talk Squirting. about Zach Levine. He's got he's <laughs> sorry, sorry. Against the Thunder, and he's also one away from passing Bob Love on the all-time Bulls uh, 40 points. Um, I Also, I saw the stat, and Jordan has like 125 40-point games. <laughs> it's like insane. Like, it's, it's this, it's like... Like Bob Love mm-hmm. and Zach Levine have like 13, 14, 15 around there. Mm-hmm. And then there's a hundred <laughs> by Michael Jordan. Like, come on, yeah. man. That's, that's some crazy. that's some goat status stuff. But as far as Zach Levine scoring scoring that many 40 point games that young, <laughs> No, I, I definitely said squirting for some reason. But he's squirting it up, man. You know, he's doing a good job. But um, as far as like the only fear that I have with Zach Levine right now is that he's going to leave the bulls. I know that sounds crazy. I mean, like he's obviously in a big market and he's a big player in a big town, but like how long could you stay there? You know, it's, he definitely, it's in his best interest to stay there because he's the face of the team. Uh, any other team he goes to, it's going to be the, the same exact situation. It's going to be the same situation that he's dealing with now. He just needs to hope that the front office can, understand what he needs and they actually go and do something about it. Um, Trading him is just not an option because you trade him. Then you're, you're uh, you're basically admitting that you weren't able to build around him. So, yeah. And, and I, I don't, I, I have to think that they have, you know, pieces in mind for him. Um, I think first off, like I said, the first thing they need to do is get Drummond. Andre Drummond was going to be the guy that they need for sure, because he's going to get offensive boards that means more shots that can go up for Zach and whoever. 
Um, but yeah, like Claudio said, I'm okay with trading Wendell. 100% okay with that. I'm okay with trading Kobe White. I, we just need something now that, that we can, you know, have something to look forward to the next year sure. or two. Well, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that was our ShyCast. Please follow us on Instagram and at Twitter at ShyCastPod. And also get us on YouTube, subscribe, and like our videos. They're coming out once a week, ladies and gentlemen. All right, stay safe out there. Bye-bye.